Hello, strong ladies, and welcome to the Women Who Lift Weights podcast with your host, Coach Robert King. I would just like to say thank you for listening. And uh, as I'm doing this right now, Kaiser is like at my feet. So if you hear any like clickety click off the claws, I kind of apologize. But uh, I've got him laying down in front of me now, so he's kind of chilled out. So we seem to be doing pretty good. Uh, with this podcast, I've been kind of thinking about this for a little bit. And uh, my goal in this podcast is to basically bring you the best information for your training and your results, all right? Um, no fluff, no BS. No, there's, there's just too much of that out there right now. I mean, Instagram is full of fluff and BS, and I want my information and the information that I pass on to you to be top-notch information, uh, noble, you know, nothing useless. I want it to be just the best information that you can take, learn, apply, put it into your training, put it into your results, and make you stronger, make you healthier, make you happier, all right? So let's just start off by saying welcome, and I'm really excited to do this. Um, the first podcast that I'm going to talk about is three simple things that you can do in your training to get stronger, okay? Three simple things you can do in your training to get stronger. Now, when it comes to getting strong, most people immediately think about your program, your rep scheme, how much weight you're lifting, you know, all of these factors. And while they all do play a role, okay, without a doubt, there's three kind of like really simple things that you can put into your training, no matter what program you are doing, that will help you get stronger and get stronger fast. All right. This is nothing new. This has been around for a long time. I'm kind of borrowing this from uh, Pavel at Strong First. He is where I got this from, and I started applying it and passing it on, and it worked wonders, all right? So let's kind of like, let's get into it a little bit. Three simple things that you can do in your training to get stronger, all right? Number one is very simple, okay? And that is improve your grip strength, all right? Improve your grip strength. When I started working with women, uh, a lot of women, I, I noticed trends. I noticed certain things that were just kind of like common across most women. And the number one by far initially was grip strength, okay? Now, grip strength is going to bring into grip strength. It's going to be finger strength, forearm strength. All of those things are going to fall under what I'm going to call grip strength for now, okay? But grip strength, all right? You cannot go wrong with having a stronger grip. Now, it's not the most exciting thing. You don't see many magazines that are selling articles and uh, you know giving information on grip strength because let's be honest, it's not that important. However, or not that interesting, but however, it is very important, all right? You need to have a strong grip, period, okay? It doesn't matter what exercise that you are doing. It doesn't matter if you're doing deadlifts. It doesn't matter if you're doing pull-ups. It doesn't matter if you are doing rows. It doesn't matter if you are doing something around the house, and I'll get to that in a little bit. You need to have a stronger grip, okay? So number one of the three things that you can do to get stronger is to simply work on your grip, all right? So how do we do this? Like, what do we do to improve our grip? Well, it's very simple, all right? You train it and you prioritize it and you make it part of your workout every single day. But it's not that complicated, all right? Simple thing you can do is every single exercise that you do, you're going to turn into a grip exercise. So if we're going to be doing, let's say, a barbell or a dumbbell bench press, you're not just going to hold the dumbbell. You're going to squeeze the dumbbell, okay? And I always like to make a joke, kind of like saying that, squeeze it like it owes you money, okay? <laughs> like, grip that bar like it owes you money, all right? So every time you grab a barbell, every time you grab a dumbbell or a kettlebell, you're not just going to hold it. 
They're going to squeeze it and squeeze it as hard as possible, okay? This grip strength, the fancy term for it basically is irradiation, all right? We'll get into this in a second. But basically, a strong grip uh, creates tension throughout the whole body, right up through the arms, the shoulders, and everything. So grip is very important, okay? So the first thing you can do is just turn every single exercise you do into a grip strength exercise, all right? The next thing that you can do, which is very simple, is take five to 10 minutes in your workout every day and train grip, okay? How do you train grip? Well, there's a whole bunch of different simple ways that you can do it. You can do kettlebell carry, you can do a dumbbell carry, you can do a kettlebell hold, you can do a dumbbell hold, you can do a pull-up hold, you can do basically top deadlift holds where on your last deadlift you hold for 10 seconds. You can also use ropes, okay, like thick ropes um, for doing rows and for doing sled drags. It also works the grip very well, okay? So how often should you do this? Every workout, all right? If you can get time to um, train glutes and if you can get time to train your back and you can get time to train your core, all these things, you can find five minutes uh, to train your grip, okay? Five to 10 minutes every single workout. If you do this for like three or four weeks, all of a sudden your grip will not be a problem anymore, all right? Not very exciting, but very beneficial, okay? You might find it uncomfortable at first. So the first couple of times that you do hand and grip training, you may find it almost a little bit painful because if your hands and your fingers are weak, they have to get stronger, okay? It's almost like the first time you did legs, you probably thought you were going to die. And then afterwards, you're still able to do legs and not die, even though you feel like you're going to die, all right? So grip strength, like anything, is just going to be adaptive over time. But the good thing about grip strength is it doesn't take very long to improve. So every day, five to 10 minutes a day is plenty, and then try to make every single exercise that you do also be a grip exercise, all right? Uh, another thing you can do, which is really important, is use chalk or liquid chalk. Now, I know a lot of gyms don't allow chalk, but you can buy like a little tiny um, carabiner or a little bottle full of liquid chalk, and that will really help your grip and your hand strength a lot, okay? So liquid chalk or chalk, are almost essential. You know, I, I can't train seriously or heavy without them. I, I really need it. And my goal is that if I can get you to use it and realize how good it is, then you won't want to train without it as well. Okay. So for hand strength and grip strength, a little bit of chalk uh, goes a long way. And I talked earlier about like the real world need for grip strength. Okay. So like most of us join the gym and you probably join the gym because you want to lose 10 or 15 pounds. You want to build your bum and all of these things and all of these things are great okay but to me it's i like it when my clients like when my athletes when they're strong outside of the gym as well so a little short story going back uh, many years ago i was dating a girl and she had never lifted weights okay i was big into powerlifting and bodybuilding she hadn't lifted anything and her grip was like so weak that she couldn't even open like a jar all right. She had, she had a great body. She was in great shape. She was athletic. She looked amazing, but she had no grip strength. Okay. She couldn't even open a jar. Fast forward about a year later and she was deadlifting 300 pounds and her grip never, ever, ever became an issue for anything. All right. To me as a coach, that's really important because my goal as a coach is to make you better in the gym, in training, but also to make you stronger and better outside. And something as simple as grip strength goes a long way, okay? So number one, let's 
work on grip strength and hand strength, okay? Number two, this one is a bit more fun than number one, and that is train your glutes, okay? So number one is grip, number two is glutes. Um, most women have no problem training glutes, okay? So if I had to put on program that you've got to do X number of sets and reps of glutes, they're all for it. They probably want to do more. But when I'm talking glute training here, I'm not necessarily talking about um, donkey kickbacks, uh, minivan stuff. I'm talking about getting your glutes strong, okay? So there's a big difference between development, uh, muscular development, and and strength, all right? So you can have, they, and they, they cross, okay? They go, they go back and forth, but like you can have, I get, I've trained girls who had like crazy glutes, right? Crazy glute development, but had no power, no strength whatsoever. Like I've trained and seen many bikini girls who had wickedly developed glutes, but they had no strength at all, okay? So training for strength is going to be very different than just training for aesthetics. Now, we can put both together, and that's always my goal, but let's talk about getting your glutes strong, okay? Not just developed, but strong. Size and strength correlate, but they're not the same thing, okay? So let's talk about getting your glutes strong. Here's what you need to do when it comes to that, is you're going to have to focus on lifting and developing more strength, all right? The simple way to do this is to try to get stronger at the basic compound lifts, squats, deadlifts, hip thrusters are another pretty good one, but to me, squats and deadlifts are always a good go-to, okay? Now, another thing that you need to do, uh, and you can still do lots of accessory work, but you wanna prioritize the basic work and try to get stronger on the basics, okay? There's a girl uh, that I follow, um, from France, I can't remember her name now. Anyway, she's a French powerlifter. She's a world world medalist, world record holder, world champion. This girl, I think, is 63 kilos. And anyway, if you were to look at her, she's a really pretty girl. She's in really good shape and everything, but she has this monstrous glute development, which is insane. But she's also strong as fuck. All right, so development and strength can go hand in hand as long as you're training the right way, which is lifting heavier weights along with doing all the accessory work, okay? So how are we going to do this? Well, the first thing you want to do is do more reps in the one to five rep range, all right? Do more reps in the one to five, more sets in the one to five rep range. Most women, when they're doing glute work, have a tendency to treat it almost like a high rep exercise, you know, 12 to 15, 15 to 20, uh, chase the burn, you know, go after that feeling, right? You don't always need to have that for strength and or development. So let's spend a bit more time in the one to five rep range and also in the five to eight rep range, all right? This will carry over big time to getting stronger. You want to have your glutes. The glutes are like the, the powerhouse muscle, okay? So like if you look at people, people will look at like quads, they'll look at hamstrings and that's what they'll look at. But the glutes, the hips, like that's the main power source. Those are the power muscles. So the stronger you can get them, the better everything is going to be. All right. And we'll get to that in a second. But you want to focus on getting your glutes and your hips strong. Now, the next one is kind of like what other exercises can we do besides squat, dead um, and hip thrust? My, my One of my favorite by far is kettlebell swings. Um, if you're going to learn a kettlebell swing, Strong First has a lot of good information on it. Um, I can share some other people who have really good skills with this. I'm working on some kettlebell uh, videos and courses as well. But I think the kettlebell swing, when done properly, and as long as your back is kind of healthy, uh, 
is an incredible exercise. The kettlebell swing is probably one of my favorite go-to exercise. Uh, can't go wrong with doing RDLs, can't go wrong with doing hip thrusters. But again, the goal should be trying to get stronger, trying to train more in the one to five rep range and the five to eight rep range, okay? Another thing you can do to work glute development and glute strength is sprinting, all right? Sprinting and hill sprints. And you don't need to go and sprint crazy long. Like you can do five sets of uh, 10 to 20 meters, you know, you're done in 15 minutes, there's your workout, and it's going to be a killer workout, okay? So sprints or hill sprints are fantastic. Now, a word of caution, if you haven't sprinted before and you haven't done any of that type of exercise, you really want to ease into it. The last thing you want to do is try to run a hill sprint at 100% because it's probably not going to go very well, and that's not what I want to have happen to any of my readers. So you want to ease into things, okay? So for example, there's a hill by my house, and it's only recently I stopped doing them because it's getting pretty icy now. But my first time doing hill sprints was 10 meters. Um, I would run up the hill at about 70%, walk back down, and when I felt rested and recovered enough, I would do that again, and I would do that five times. And then over time, I would work up to trying to get anywhere from 10 to 15 hill sprints. But I started off light and eased my way into it, okay? So focus on heavy lifts, heavy basics. Don't worry about feeling the muscle, okay? If you're moving big weight, the muscle is going to work, all right? Accessorize with kettlebell swings, RDLs, hip thrusters. And then if possible, add in some sprinting or some hill sprints. If you look at a sprinter, if you look at any female sprinter, they have the most jacked lower bodies in terms of glutes, hamstrings, legs. Like they're incredible and they lift weights, but they don't train weights like you think that a lot of them train weights. A lot of what they do is sprinting. So you can't go wrong with sprinting or hill sprints. All right. So number one, let's get a review here going. Number one, if you want to get stronger, improve your grip. Number two, if you want to get stronger, improve your glutes, okay? Number three, if you want to get stronger, is improve your core, all right? Improve your core. All this is going to kind of tie together at the end as well, but improve your core. Now, when most women think of core, they think of abdominals, you know, the six-pack, right? And maybe the side, if you do like a little bit of... Uh, side work for serratus and intercostals but most people think core they think that big the six in the front right some you know that central midsection i like to think of the core as being the trunk okay the trunk of the body so to me it's like it's the the ribs the abs the sides the back the whole center mass that whole trunk is what i consider to be core all right and the core is like almost like a conductor of like strength and energy whereas if your core is weak you're going to lose energy and lose power and strength because your core is weak but if your core is strong you're going to reinforce all the strength you have that much more all right so having a strong core you can never go wrong with okay when as well when it comes to core training is get away from the mindset of doing tons and tons of reps and again and chasing that burn so you know doing 150 200 crunches while this can be beneficial at times it's not a great way to build strength in your core okay there's lots and lots and lots of core exercises okay but i'm going to kind of like give you my favorite okay but before we get into them it's important to learn something that's called um, muscular tension okay so creating tension we're creating what's called stiffness all right you'll hear i'll say this a lot i get it from Stu mcgill which is proximal proximal stiffness stiffness is being able to kind of like turn your body into stone all right so think of like if you were doing a plank okay and you were just hanging out there like 
those like long two, three, five, ten minute planks. Okay, there's not a lot of tension because you're trying to go for as long as possible, right? But now, if you were in a plank position and somebody was trying to move you, okay, you would have to create stiffness to oppose their energy, to oppose their force. Creating that stiffness is what's going to develop a stronger core, okay? So it's not about doing thousands of reps. It's learning to create more tension and more stiffness, okay? So some of my go-to favorite uh, core slash trunk exercises are planks, uh, side planks, what's called hard planks or pavel planks. These are my favorite. They can be done so with just your body weight anywhere. Um, suitcase carries, which is basically when you carry one dumbbell or one kettlebell, almost like you're holding a suitcase. Uh, off hold, off press, and off variations. Standing crunches, dead bugs, uh, chop variations, and rotation variations. You just want to make sure with chops and rotations that you are moving through your hips and that you're not trying to bend too much through your lower spine because the lower spine uh, is not meant to move a lot, moves a little bit, but it's meant to stabilize, okay? So make sure that when you're doing those that you move through your hips, all right? Again, ditch like the crazy high rep workout stuff. You don't need to do it. You can get better results by, by using weight, all right? Even if you're doing planks, you could put a, a, a plate on your back for 30 seconds, five sets of 30. You know, your core workout is pretty good, right? Set of carries, you know, five sets of 30 second carries, your core is going to be working. Again, don't worry about chasing the burn. Get away from that. Focus on creating more tension. Now, I know I'm going to get asked this question, which is, if you train your core um, heavier, will it get thicker? Okay. And the answer is kind of, all right? If you are going to be lifting weights and if you are going to be getting strong, you're going to need to develop some type of thickness and some type of stiffness in your core and in all of your muscles, okay? Uh, a good analogy that was told to me by Stu McGill was, uh, you know, thin branches will break. So you have to develop a strong branch that's going to hold up. So if you put a half an inch or an inch on your core, on your trunk, but that prevents you from having a lower back problem and helps you get stronger overall in the gym and in life, then that's totally fucking okay. Like, aesthetics are great, but what's more important than aesthetics is, is being strong and healthy and being able to take care of your body for a long time. So don't get caught up in this whole, like, I'm going to get bulky by doing core training with weight thing, because that's almost nonsense. If you are lean enough, you're not going to notice that. I've trained some girls who had the strongest cores I've ever seen. And they were strong, fit, they were powerlifters, some of them weightlifting, they did bikini, like these girls had jacked six-pack abs and they trained heavy. Did they have a blocky core? No, not really, because once you're lean like that, you're not gonna you're not gonna notice it. So don't neglect training core heavy because of fear for that. Okay. How often should you train your core and your trunk? The same as your grip, the same as your glutes, which is every single day. If you're training, you can find time to train these, okay? You can add in a core exercise in between your other exercises. You can add in a carry in between. There's no reason not to neglect or not to find time for your core training, okay? Here's something I kind of want you to try. Um, maybe you got a boyfriend, maybe you got a girlfriend that's hanging out with you or whatever. Um, I want you to shake their hand, okay? I want you to shake their hand. So when you shake their hand, um, warn them that you are going to squeeze their hand as hard as possible, okay? 
then you're going to take a little break. You're going to shake out your hand. You're going to give your partner a little rest. And then here's what you're going to do. You're going to shake their hand again, but we're going to do something a little different. We're going to start from the floor, all right? With your feet, I want you to grip the floor, all right? And grip the floor with your toes and your feet as hard as you can. Like, it's called rooting. So if someone was to try to push you, you would not be moved because your feet are rooted into the floor, okay? From here, go up the chain. Squeeze your glutes as hard as possible, okay? Like, squeezing incredibly as hard as you can. There's a walnut in your bum and you're going to crack that, okay? So squeeze your glutes as hard as you can. Next thing is brace your core. So take a breath into your belly and then squeeze your core and clamp down almost like somebody is going to punch you, okay? So there you've got your core and you got your glutes. Now, then squeeze the other person's hand and you will notice a huge difference in creating more strength by being able to create full body tension and full body strength by using your glutes and your core and your grip, all right? Lastly is... Uh, grip, glutes, core will carry over into everything. They'll carry over into pretty much every sport. They'll carry much into every endeavor that you do and everything in life. You cannot go wrong with having strong grip, strong glutes, or strong core, okay? Make the time, find the time, add it into your training, and I bet you within four to six weeks, four to eight weeks, you will not believe the difference in your overall strength and just how strong your body feels overall. So remember, grip, glutes, core, train it every time you train, make time for it, five to 10 minutes, and I can promise that you will not, you will notice a huge difference in your overall strength and also in reducing weakness, which is very important. And that is it for episode one. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this kind of stuff, stay tuned because there's lots more good information coming your way. And if you have any questions about this podcast, feel free to post them up in the Facebook group if you want. You can tag me anytime, tag me on Instagram, any of that fun stuff, and I will do my best to help you. So remember, train your glutes, train your grip, train your core, make it a priority. Cheers and stay strong.